following professional wrestler is the last true sick boy, the video nasty, and the original cult classic. You got to cough again, Rob. Maybe. Right. Hello. This is like the third take of this. <laughs> Welcome to the Sick Boy Video Club. I'm Rory Coyle. You might know me from the wrestling. <laughs> you sound so defeated. I'm just at the stage where I just wanted to get this done. So we're in a different location. It might be a little bit echoey because we were recording in just new office. But downstairs, there was a guy with a circular saw making a lot of noise. So much fucking noise. And a hammer. He was doing all so sorts. Much. He was he was at it. He was at it. Um, he was going at it. Um, and we did try record an episode, but I might put it out. We'll see. We'll see how bad it is. Yeah, we'll we'll see how bad it is. But at this stage, this will probably follow it anyway. Yeah, so, just it was so loud. It was very yeah, it was very loud. So we're in a different space now. So I'm yeah, like I said, I'm Roy Coyle. I'm the last two sick boy. I'm very nasty. Got a couple of other names. Can't bother with them. Um, I'm joined by Rob Bedford. Hello. And Kirsten. Hello. There you go. What are we going to talk about? Well, we've seen... We've seen... We've seen... I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I've seen this. I've seen this. We've seen seen a lot recently. Can we go with what we've actually seen most recently? No. No, we've got to go from the start. We've got to go from the start. Um, So we've recently been to see Barbie. Yes. No, we've seen Barbie separately, Rob. We'll get this story out of the way. Yeah. So the we were planning to go, uh, myself, Rory, Kirsten, and my partner, Kit. I'm going to open a can of Coke here for the ASMR. The thing is, it wasn't even that we... So we... We, we didn't even plan. We were there. Yeah. Sitting in the seats. Yeah. So we, we'd went... We had decided to go out, go do that, and... Uh, me and Kit's uh, new dog, I said new dog, we've had any six months pickle. Uh, she was a little sick beforehand, but nothing like too serious. Uh, she seemed full of life, she's fine. And our neighbors went to go check on her while we we're out. And as we walked into the cinema to sit down, my neighbor texted me being like, oh, pickles, shit everywhere. She's really not feeling it. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll, I'll go back. And I ended up going to the emergency, emergency there was, vet. There was poop and poo. No, there was poop, poop and bomb. Yeah, it was it was coming out of both ends, sadly. Um, she's just, so she's a springer door. She likes food. Anything she can get in her mouth is, she, she thinks is food. So, yeah, we think she's ate something like out of our eyesight, like on like the sly. And it's just messed with her. But she's, this is the second time she's done this. Uh, the first time wasn't bad enough to go to the emergency vet, but this time we took her to the emergency vet. She was horrible and rotten, and then by the time we got seen to, she was full of life. And I was like, "Pickle man, come on, we're here. Like, at least be sick." Yeah, it costed me three hundred quid just for this visit because it's oh. the emergency vet. Oh, it was nearly four hundred. Oh, was it? yeah, I think it was nearly four hundred. I, I don't know. I fucking lost. The so count. then you went to see Barbie separate. Yes, uh, me and uh, our art director from Juiced, Neve, uh, we went to go see it, and we had a right, right nice time. So we stayed and watched Barbie. 
Can I throw a kit under the, under the bus at this point? Did she laugh, laugh a lot? Because she said to me, she went, I didn't stop laughing through the film. But I actually don't know if that's true. Not outwardly laughing in the sense of the way that you laugh. Yeah, not, okay. very not like, oh, okay. not okay. like a Santa Claus. No, she was still worried. She was checking her phone yeah. quite a bit, which I would normally slate at someone for, but knowing the situation. Yeah, That's yeah right. normally I'd be like, yeah. yeah, get that fucking phone away. Yeah, no, I, I get it. But, like, you know, dog, dog sit. Sense. But yeah. she was telling me, she was like, oh, I laughed the entire time. And I'm like, did you though? Yeah. That's fair. I'll throw her under the bus. <laughs> um... <laughs> What did so, you guys think of it? Because like I've not really asked, to be honest. I don't think. What do you think of it, person? I I loved it. It's everything I wanted in a movie, and it wasn't just. It I think a lot of it is the fact it's not just directed at kids. Like you would expect a a Mattel Barbie movie to be, like what they've done with TV shows and things, where it's very just, very much directed at children. And there was a lot of things in this movie, which obviously some people have gotten very mad about. And I, I was like, do you know what? It's nice though because I think it's past it's is it past one billion now, as well. It's done lots of pennies. Yeah, it's, it's done, done all the pennies. It's, and that's like Greta Gerwig's the first female director to surpass a billion what? box office. That's I've cool. seen has. Which is amazing. So I think it was great. Did Catherine Bigelow not make that much money on Hurt Locker? No, I suppose Hurt Locker probably wasn't no. commercially. Catherine Bigelow, though, made uh, Point Break, which oh. stars not just Sexy Keanu. Oh, sexy Keanu. <laughs> sexy Patrick Swayze as well. Mm. What a little duo. Mm. What, a, what a sandwich. Um, what did you think of Barbie, Rory? I thought it was great. I think uh, anyone that yeah, I so I read a couple of there's a couple of like headlines. Some uh, bell end that writes for I don't know the Star, or the Guardian, or something said um, Barbie is toxic and it hates men, or something like that. And I was just like, oh, oh you're a tit. Um, and surprisingly, it was written by I think it was written by a female reviewer as well, a woman. Um, I thought it was really good. It was it was probably what I thought it was going to be, which was like showing how toxic Barbie used to be and what it could be. Um, and I think like everyone's praising uh, Gosling for Ken, but I think like the is it American Ferrara? Is that her name? America Ferrara. Yeah, yeah. she was fucking great. In it. She has the best speech in it, where she just has a rant about how shit it is to be a woman. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know if it's correct. Kirsten, you can tell me if it is correct. I I mean, it is. It's. I think it goes to the standards that are the beauty industry now is a big thing. Oh, well, you can't be too too thin, but you can't be too big. You can't, you know, oh, you, you're so skinny, you don't have any curves, and then people get curves, and oh, well, you've definitely had surgery to get those curves, and things like, you know, you can never win, no matter what, what you do, how you are. You can never win. And you'll never please everybody. Tell me about a girlfriend. <laughs> sounds, like, uh, sounds like wrestling. Um, yeah, so I, th- I thought she was great. Um, well, to bring it to wrestling, though, you look at 
15 years ago. What was it? It was, you know, pillow fights and uh, thing, you know, stupid things like bikini contests mod, and yeah, models. Like mod, mod wrestling matches and um, weird, no, when you watch those segments with uh, Vince McMahon, it's so bad. Yeah, and so, just... So cringy. Stuff that hasn't aged very well. Oh, definitely not. I mean, you actually look back to even... It's only because I've seen this recently, but it was like NXT when um, Paige, now Soraya, and all, all the girls that were there at that time, they did a bikini contest. And it, it sticks in my mind because being the goth that I am... That recent... Yeah, they were doing them then. And that's probably with, well, so she was about 20, so about 10 years ago. Do you think it'd be okay if you did a Speedo contest as well? Or, no, it's not solving I mean, the issue, is to it? be honest, no, I was going to say, to be <laughs> honest, most wrestlers are out there in essentially a Speedo. Yeah. You, do you want to do a Speedo contest? No, but I think if you're going to do one, you should probably do the other. Like, I think, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't mind a, I don't mind a bit of female gaze. Or That's fine. Just diversity. We love diversity. Yeah. So I, I thought, yeah, I really like in terms of, oh, Jesus. Um, that's the case. In Barbie would dead good. In, ter- in terms of Barbie, I thought it was brand. Like I really, yeah. really enjoyed it. I liked, um, I've been getting, I'm just Ken stuck in my head a lot. Like I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I've listened to it a lot. Um, because I love me a musical number. Hmm. I fucking love me a musical number. I kind of wish the whole film was a musical. Do you know it what? Could've I, worked. It could've I worked, weirdly definitely. expected more of it to be. I think because I've seen, I believe in the ad. I think they do have like bits of the dancing number. Yeah. So I kind of expected more of them, which was quite. Mm. Str- I don't know if like you guys ex- experienced the same, like expecting more. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, cause at one point I thought, you know, I was kind of hoping it was going to be a bit of a psychological thriller, but yeah, to be honest, I was like, Oh, like maybe this is going to be like a thriller of how like, you know, Barbie world is just like very influenced by the human world, obviously, which is in case spoilers it is, but, um, I thought, you know, maybe this film's going to go a bit sinister. <laughs> Dark as fuck. Um, I thought it was, yeah, I thought. Yeah, I kind of like that. I like that stuff, though. I liked how Mattel were depicted as a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, literally a bunch of fucking stupid white old, dudes. Old men in suits. Stupid old white dudes that didn't have a clue what was going on. Like, uh, that that summed up perfectly, probably. But then I watched an interview with um, the Greta Gerwig about it, and they were asking, like, oh, how did you get it past them? Mm. And she was like, oh, it was never really a massive issue. Like, they were always very aware. I think they were aware, like, if they, they got her on board to do it, like, it was She only, was going to rib them. It was only going to go one way. Yeah. But I think she kind of said, like, they're, they are at least self-aware enough to know that they have a... She said there's an awkward thing with Barbie where, like, it's some, in some stages of history, Barbie's been ahead of the curve. Mm. and then so like barbie went to space before woman went to space yeah like that was the example she cited in the interview and then other bits were saying like but in other ways it's fucking barbie's been playing catch up in terms of like body image and stuff like that so yeah. that was 
And it got, it was quite interesting that they kind of, they took her on board for it. Because I suppose for them, it's just a good, it's a good PR. I mean, obviously they're going to shell a lot of fucking Barbie now off the back of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. The amount of people that, and I'm going to say small businesses that have capitalized with pink merch and, yeah. you know, things that they would never release in that pink. I think maybe. Everyone's wearing pink. <laughs> I've, yeah, every day I'm seeing various clothing brands doing parodies or straight up, you know, like infringements yeah. on Barbie. I've seen as a their few brand. like Ken, uh, Kenoff. Um, yeah. Seen, I've seen a few. Mattel put, up a, Mattel put up a pre order for that for that jumper that's in like the kind of the outro of the film. And I'm like, I kind of want one. But yeah, the amount of brands that are kind of capitalizing on the Barbie trend at the minute is it's quite crazy to be honest. But there are some people, I think, well, we might not air that previous episode we recorded because the guy with the saw. Um, there were some, there were some people that left as well, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a few people. Oh, you're showing as well? Yeah, there was a few people who left during our show as well. I think people oh, are well, saying and not, and not expecting. Did, did you hear a about Greta Gerwig show? The, Ger, sorry, Greta Gerwig film. And I'm going to say it's only because it was quoted and it was um, a lady in India that took her daughter to see the film. And she went on a rant about how it was inappropriate for children and this and that. And it was like, well, if you read the guidance, it says, I believe it's a 12. Yeah, so, I think even on the start, it says um, and, and mild can, sexual harassment, like on the BBFC card. Yeah. It? And she like all these people going, how did you not know? It says it's a 12. It tells you exactly what um, what is there. And it was like, but at the same time, to me, I don't think it was you know, completely inappropriate, but obviously they have to take into account there was the butt slap and things, which explaining to a child sometimes isn't always the easiest. Yeah, there was a bunch of people when we went in to see it. This is my favorite thing in the cinema, is spotting wrongings. Mm. And I'm normally, I would say I'm right 98% of the time. I'm like, they're a fucking wronging. They're going to be a wronging in this screening. And there was a bunch of lads buying tickets when we walked in. Was it the ones the ones that sat behind us? Yeah, and they were like, oh, fucking, can't believe I'm going to see fucking Barbie. And I'm like, you know what, mate? Maybe it's because, just my old arse in the chair. Maybe Mm. it's because I'm an older guy. If you're going to see fucking Barbie, just fucking go see Barbie and enjoy it, you daft. Yeah, it's not hard. Like, just go and enjoy it. I loved fucking La La La. And I was like, oh, God, can't believe I'm going to see a fucking musical. Like, it's like, fuck off, yeah. So then he bought tickets... Then they caused some type of fucking major issue because of where they were seated or something like that. Then when they came in the screening, he was doing like a little fake, like hiding his face. I was like, and I was kind of looking at him. It's kind of like when I see people do wheelies, but there's yeah. no one around. I'm like, who, who, who are they impressing? <laughs> who's that for? Like, are you yeah. so insecure about going to see Barbie that you, you have to pretend that you don't want to be there? To the other people on the screen and who are there to see Barbie, who honestly, mate, and now it's ironic that I'm kicking off with him, don't really give a fuck about you, you little fucking melt. But then <laughs> I was right, Rob. They misbehaved during the film. Did they? Did you tell them off? Kirsten gave them the Paddington stare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they get like, it's, and do you know what? It seems to be happening more. Well, they just, that yeah. we're ha- no, but it seems to be happening a lot more that we're seeing. You do a Boston Paddington stairs on a regular now. It's very yeah. entertaining. Oh, I love it. 
And it's, I don't know if it's just like the cinema etiquette thing. They just kind of, they just don't care or they just go so infrequently. And there's just been a really good array of films that have come out recently. But I've just noticed like there's so many, last night we went to see something, people talking throughout the whole thing. I think it's like a mixture of bad etiquette. Barbie Heimer has definitely brought a lot of people back to cinema that probably don't frequently go to cinema. Oh, definitely. Which is has. great because, like, when we went to see, so me and Rob went to see Oppenheimer in IMAX. I've never, the last time I remember a cinema being that full was probably The Dark Knight. Like, that level of buzz about okay. a summer blockbuster. Like, consistently that as well. Yeah, like, people like, can't Like, that's get the seats. thing, like, even yeah. going midday afternoon we went for the i think a 9 p.m showing and the 9 p.m showing when we booked the tickets earlier in the day was pretty empty yeah it was pretty when, bad when we went it was rammed yeah. like people were sitting well up close to the screen and things yeah so like i don't i think it's amazing that people are it was kind of like when the harry potters came out like when the harry potter was hitting like it's real straight but now, like, we can't really talk about Harry Potter as much anymore because the person that wrote it's a fucking cunt bag. But anyway, um, don't sit in the fence on that one, Rob. Sorry. <laughs> no, um, I'm not laughing. Yeah, she's just a vindictive, horrible shitbag. Um, but seeing, but it was different then because for some reason, like those audiences were a lot better behaved. I think it was yeah. maybe like they well, were going with their parents or going, they all well, loved the going thing. Going back to Potter, though, phones weren't anywhere near what we have now. Yeah, as so, well. So, so people didn't have the distraction of, oh, I'll check my messages, I'll go yeah. on. T-. Like, why are you watching TikTok in the cinema? You've yeah, literally yeah, yeah. paid. <laughs> like, you've, you've paid, paid money like, to be six here. Six to eight pounds to watch a, guess what? It's like a big fucking long TikTok. I think like a lot of people just think that because they sit in front of the TV with their phone in their hands checking it and they're going sc- like doom scrolling while they're watching something. It's it's a normal for them. Yeah, it's, it's not just normal. But See, I kind of. I was. I'm so, happy they're going because mm. it's going to save cinema. But also, fuck them, fuck them all. Yeah, around. I just think like <laughs> cinema etiquette is something. I know like you have the adverts that do you know say yeah, just fucking put your phone down. But I think that maybe cinema etiquette should just be like have a bit more of a shine on it. I guess. But if I'm honest, the viewing that me and Neve saw was great. I think in I it, like. We had, I think there were like two families that walked out, but honestly. What's this feminism? I'm out of here. But honestly, the loudest person in the cinema was me because I was, I was crying with, I had a laughing fit during Barbie and I never have laughing fits in the cinema. I was buckled and it was when the, um, sorry, highest highest background, the, um, and spoilers, when you've got a weird Barbie and you see how she became weird Barbie, it's when the kid like pulls the legs apart and boots, boots and I, I was it offed me. I was just I was just buckled from that. So I was the loudest person yeah. in the cinema. I was like literally like curled up into a ball. I, wa- I want them in the cinema because I want cinema to stay alive. Yeah, but I also don't want them in my cinema. Now here's a curse. Here's a question, Kirsten. Did you have Barbie when you were a kid? No. No, no Barbies at all. No, so I remember having Polly Pocket, which I don't know if you guys want to know. I know. Rob, how do you not know Polly Pocket? I don't think so. She's fucking tiny. tiny. So the little things, they were 
quite compact and it would be like i think i remember having like a shell one so it was just a shell that opened up it was a little world okay and then polly was polly's got a jingle and i'm trying to remember what the jingle was in my head Uh, polly pocket has like a jingle yeah so i remember having those i don't ever specifically remember having a barbie but i was also like a big sports kid so i would go out and play sports and ride my bike and i wasn't like a did you pop wheelies no. We're not wheelie. We're not wheelie kids. There was a guy yesterday on this street hmm. popping a wheelie. And this guy must have been in his 30s. And he was just popping a wheelie down the street. And I was just looking at him going, it's only me here. <laughs> so I was kind of like, that wheelie's obviously, yeah, he's, he's doing a wheelie. But I'm kind of like, I feel like a wheelie's like a trick. Like He I wants you to be like, woo, fucking woo, crack a wheelie. He wants you to think that he's cool. That's what it is. Fuck that. A Polly Pocket theme tunes are living me. Um, so you never had Barbies? Oh, okay. That's... No, I, as I said, I think a lot of it was... Um, like, when I went to school, I was doing the after-school sports things. So when I came home, it was literally like, you eat dinner, you go to bed. So and then everything I've... else was outside. I would go on bike rides with my dad. And... I think I've told you this story, Kirsten. And you were disgusted, but you might have erased it from your memory. So when I was a Wayne, that means a child. It's a small boy. Um, Obviously, like a family member of mine had a Barbie house, like a big Barbie house. Oh, no. What did you do? And I used to go in. Oh, I I used to sneak in and piss in Barbie's toilet. (laughs) (laughs) So I I would, but I mean like, on the regular, like probably once every couple of days, I would go in <laughs> and piss in Barbie's toilet. And um, honestly, from what I know, they love telling. A child, oh, my ass fucking! You were weird. an asshole. No, I don't. I wasn't an asshole. You just pissed in Barbie's house. No, I was just fucking, just like. And this probably makes sense when you look at me now. I was fucking weird, like so he, weird. He would pretend <laughs> to be sick every day to not have to go to school. I hated school. And then you didn't like the bath. I fuck it. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> you I did, had to be fought to go in nah, the bath. I didn't like showering. So what I used to do is, um, and weirdly not like I really like having a shower, I used to go in earlier in the day or the day before and I'd stash some comics under the towels and then I'd go in and run the shower and just sit and read some comics. <laughs> and then I'd come out, I'd wet my hair, but then they started sussing on it. So then they're like, <laughs> They're like, check his back. Check his back to see if it's damp. Um, but yeah, I used to piss in Barbie's house. How horrible so, is that? I think it's pretty funny, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's disgusting, probably, but it's funny. You could probably psychoanalyze that. And I'm, I'm surprised you didn't get beat up for that. So you weren't, you weren't obviously a fan of Barbie. <laughs> but No, I didn't mind. Uh, the thing but was were, you an, were you an action man kid, though? No, no, no. No action man. My fucking house, man. Well, that was a lot of protests. Uh, action um, man. Always wrestling. Wrestling and wrestling, turtles. And then weird, a weird array of um, like movie spin-off toys. So I had a load of, I probably still have them. Me and Curse will probably find them in a couple of weeks when we go to Ireland. I had a load of uh, the hook toys. Oh, yeah. And I had a load of, um, right towards the end of me having toys, the last action hero. So I had the Hamlet version. Of Arnie from Last Action Hero, where oh, he wow. shot a fucking skull out of his arm. 
I had the regular one as well. I think he played. Is it John Matrix? Is his character's name? So yeah, yeah. I, I had a small action man phase. I, no action man at all. I never had action man. I, I found vi- him weird. He had loads of joints, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And I vividly remember, like, so each action man had like a different like big feature or whatever. And I had the the parachute action man. And I vividly remember being really young. I think my like I must have been seven or eight, and uh, I was at my grandparents. And they had like this huge house, and uh, we went upstairs. I lobbed it outside because it was really meant to be like you throw it in the air and he parachutes down. And I just threw him in the air from the top of the house and just fell down and just shot. Looking at it from the the window, and I'm like, like, oh, Action Man's dead. But he's dead. The, uh, I think I had some little parachute toys, but I think they were pretty. They were cheap little, um, like filling station toys. Yeah, like there were. I know there was one that was. For some reason, he was made out of the same stuff as the glow-in-the-dark toys. So he was a parachuter, but he also just glowed-in-the-dark. I don't know if in the fucking toy factory, they were like, well, we've got some fucking this stuff left. Let's make a mold of these glow-in-the-dark resin left. Let's go, boys. I have but lost have, my Have you seen what they do with things like Barbies now? So it's, it's a weird play on this, I don't know, but they seem to coat them in a colour. You put them in water, you shake them up, and then you've got to reveal the Barbie that's inside, so it's a mystery Barbie. And then you've got to collect them. What? That's cool. Yeah, so it's like it comes in a tube, you'll shake it with water inside, and it'll reveal the Barbie. Cocooned Barbie. Cocooned Barbie. Cocooned Barbie. Then you get like three or four different bags with different things to accessorize the Barbie. With. Are they they Barbie as well? They're not like yeah. a different toy. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Well, it's. Oh, cool. I think it's like they've done it with the Disney princesses and things. Weird guy on the internet that loves Disney. Wait a minute. Do you how not, I found out about. Do you not these. know which one you're buying? No. That's a fuck. Oh, wait a it's minute. The, it's the new marketing. Plan Rampage has to- told me about this. So I I love like <laughs> miss miss like. When you're getting like a toy, it's like a mystery one. I love that shit. Like, I, I should clarify, Rampage has told me about this for his daughters. Not yeah. that Rampage Brown is collecting um, these bizarre, but it wasn't Barbies he was dealing with, but it was like a there's, potluck. Oh, you never know what one you're going to get. all sorts of like little squishy toys. Disney's done loads of them. The Collector set. That's more, yeah. that's a bit like, and it's, it's gambling. It's, yeah, that's it, like it, um, it's literally it's literally gambling. That's it, like the video games, like loot boxing that got it, made illegal. Like that is you're essentially gambling. Loads of the stuff in my office, like all the like the smaller knickknacks, like they're all just from random bags. Like you got you tear it open. I like, don't like this, Rob. Back well, in my day, well, Lego did spend it. your money. You know what you're well, getting. But, <laughs> well, Lego do it though. though. This is like you buying card packs. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Like, you never know what you're going to get in the Pokemon card pack. Like the, it's like um, Forrest Gump. Hmm? <laughs> it's like the quote from Forrest So anyway, wait a minute. On but the cocoon topic. I actually want to make a sta- make a comment Sorry, on some set design for Barbie. It was the, fantastic. The, yeah, it was. Um, the house is based on the house from Psycho. The weird Barbie's house is... I wasn't going to say that. House. But the transitions between Barbie Land and L.A., uh, it's all physical. It's not yeah. CGI. It's just all. It's an actual physical set that they interact with, and um, I watched some making of like part of it. And, Those bits uh, reminded me a little bit. It's of really Elf. cool. Also, because they had the Will Ferrell, but it reminded me when uh, when a Buddy and Elf travels from fucking <laughs> the North Pole to New York. The room it had that same yeah. weird. But then I watched. There's a video on YouTube of uh, Greta Gerwig going through. They have a big list of films for, but it's. Um, all the films that inspired 
Barbie. She runs through. Oh, okay. And there's some that are like shot for shot. So the shot of Mattel where they're running around the office, mm. that is like shot for shot, like a reference to someone else. And then there was, like you mentioned, like the Wizard of Oz and stuff and all these different things. And then when you see it, you're like, oh yeah, that actually perfectly, that and, feels the same or makes sense. And the intro uh, that has the girls who like get introduced oh, to Oh, 2001. Yeah. yeah. I was chucked on away at that. Like I was like, <laughs> it's 2001. That's not right. I knew it was referencing but, something, but I couldn't quite pin it. And then I saw and I it think after, that I was, was like, oh, a bit yeah, where like a lot of people in the cinema were like, what the fuck is this? Like, this isn't what I signed up. Whereas at least the Lego movie kind of starts as a Lego movie. Yeah. Like this started a little bit different. I enjoyed the uh, voiceover as well from uh, Helmer. Mm, that was can, can we also talk about John Cena as a mer person. Oh, we need more of it. <laughs> oh, so good. So unexpected. A mer can. Yeah, well, this was the thing. It said his name in the credits as it opened and I was like, "What what is he doing in this?" Cuz like there was nothing in the yeah, like Martin the trailer or any that he you were going. Anything, yeah, you didn't see him and then you just randomly see him as a mer person and you're like, "Oh, this makes sense." Of course, why would why would John Cena not be a mer person? When he comes up in that scene, like in in the ocean, I was buckled. I was so I was gone. Like I think from that, like the the weird Barbie segment where I was like having a laughing fit. So many things during like our cinema experience for this film was great. But um, there was a creaky door on the way into the the room, and uh, there was a I can't remember what what scene it was in, but it was like a silent laugh. Like it, the whole cinema was just silent. It was like a, a dud joke in the film, and then the, the, all you heard was the dog go. Whole cinema burst out laughing. It was, it was phenomenal, phenomenal. Oh, someone else pointed out. Did you tell me this, Rob? The girls at the table in the high school, or did you tell me this, Kirsten? Are the brats? Oh, it, they're yeah. Named after the so that I mean, this is something I found out after, I, but they're all named after the brats dolls. It wasn't actually something I said here. Um, I think Neve t- said it to you in our off- our old office. And then they're all styled, but they're all styled like them as well. Yeah. So it's because she told me that. Yeah, it's like the clothing that they wear and everything is based upon the brat stalls. There's really small things like that all the way throughout, though. That you just go, oh, actually, now that you mention it, yeah, yeah. Honestly, top tier stuff. Like thoroughly enjoyed it. Did you have a cry, Kirsten? Before we finish up, did you have a little cry no. in this? No. Yes. What did, <laughs> did what you? Did you have a cry at? My laughing fit. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that we got a little bit of a, well, I'll say a nod the uh, to the creator of Barbie. They obviously they had like the talk at the out in the outro, but when Barbie's running through the Mattel office, like, it's the nice little kitchen. Yeah. I was like, she reminded me a little go. bit of uh, Oracle. And Matrix. Yeah. There's also that nice, there's a Matrix reference as well with the, the red pill, blue pill. Yeah. No, it was like a flat, and a, a flat and a heel. And she picked the flat and she's like, no, you're meant. Hmm. No, she picked the heel and she's like, no, you're meant to pick the flat. Like, it's fucking Yeah, it's funny. But uh, yeah, I just, I just fucking loved it. Like, didn't know what to expect, but it was fantastic. It was just really funny and Does it hate men, Rob? Uh no, I don't think so. 
Is Barbie evil and it hates men? I, I did. Mean, I mean, so I I'd arguably say Barbie's evil, but <laughs> the, but um, no, I don't think it hates men. I think on top of like like below kind of like the comedy in the film and like the fact that it's like it's a Barbie film, there is some statements in it. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing, especially with how well this film's done, how many eyes have been on it. The um, but ultimately, I think one of the best things is is um, I'm going to get slapped for this because I can't remember the name of Ken's house, what he calls it, uh, is Mojo, Dojo, something. Cast, uh, something Castle. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm going to get uh, hit on for that. Uh, but every TV in his house has horses on it. Every, in every, shot, about, isn't it? every shot in the background, there's just a horse. And as soon as I clicked onto that, Every scene, I just couldn't pay attention. I was just like, "There's a horse." I and think Ken found, was, was essentially a good running, ja- running gag. And maybe, like, I'm wrong here. I Ken felt to me like someone who would watch some Andrew Tate videos and 100 percent get on board, or he would end up storming well, the Capitol. By, by, by weird account, though, you think about it. That is kind of like he saw the toxic masculinity thing. And he He's went, like, "Yeah, bro, oh, this this is what I'm meant to do," and then. It, you know, it takes, spoilers, the Barbie's uprising against him. <laughs> I, I think it's like, there's a bit of a, a commentary that's not as focused on, is that like a lot of, like a lot of males, like young males can be like quite. Impressionable. Imp- I was going to say gullible, but yeah. The, uh, <laughs> like, well, like. The thing is, I think, and this is coming out a lot more from teens seeing videos like you've mentioned there is the that dis, they're a lot more disrespectful towards women and it's like a noticeable thing that's being yeah. picked up and i think your partner being a teacher has kind of said mm-hmm. it's it's very noticeable in where she is um and i think it's just saying like you know people are impressionable we you know everyone here is equals so yeah. we should all you know, have the diversity amongst everyone. Yeah. And I, you are Kenneth. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's scary though. So, so as to think good. how, how impressionable some audiences can be though to the media. Like you mentioned Andrew Tate and that people like, you know, believe what his, what he says as bloody law. And like, you know, you can like look at other figures in the media, like Piers Morgan, the, you know, some people believe what he says to be absolute gospel, but it's, yeah, I just think it's quite concerning that the, there are audiences out there that are so impressionable. And I think that one of the lower, like kind of the undertones of, of Barbie is that like that there is a lot of um, audiences out there that will be impressionable. You've said that word now and it's like, it's, I've it's, latched onto it yeah. a bit. The um, But yeah, so I think there was like lots of good messaging in that film, like, that was some of it was like really obvious and i think some of it was less than obvious but um that comedy yeah great film but great messaging behind it i think yeah i like too that it was and like because it is i think a a lot of the focus has gone on gosling for ken Mm. um but i think like margot robbie's great in it but i think they even make a joke with the fact of like he's like i'm not pretty anymore and then Helen Mern's like at the stage of the movie makers have realized that Margot Robbie is not the appropriate person to cast for this scene. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, yeah. That got me. That. But the the good kind of the good kind of message is almost that on Ken's side anyway is like there's a lot of people that are they are them plus someone else like they are yeah like whereas Kirsten Kirsten doesn't really care about me that much <laughs> no I'm gonna mess up but Kirsten you're, you're very much into like your own stuff and I'm into my own stuff two independent people but people get very surprised but- when they meet us I think a lot of it though is because you're very horror movies and coffee. I... <laughs> is that, is that all? No, but like if there were people that would describe Rory, two things that would probably be like lives off coffee, loves horror movies. Like those are the two easy things to describe you. Yeah. I don't drink coffee and I don't like horror movies. Yeah. I watch weird K dramas on Netflix and you think that they're a bit weird and sappy, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm just going to go here and watch this. Yeah. You do what you want to do. And I think we're the same with video games. There's a lot more games that I've been into that you're like, meh, it's, it's okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I can dip my toe in it, but like, I'm not going to spend, you know, but then in the same hand, like, I'll, I'll be massive into something. And then you're kind of like, oh yeah, that looks all right. Yeah. And I think there's like a well, weird... It's, it's your love of Red Dead and I'm just kind of like, Eh. Oh, being a cowboy is just the best. Um, but I think there's a lot of people, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but like people that you grow up with and people you meet, are they very much defined by, oh, it's it's this person and this person. And I think I like that message about Ken. It's like, no, nah, dude, you, you're like your own person. It's not like Barbie and Ken. It's just like Barbie and Ken. Yeah. Like, And I think I, I quite like that because I was like, oh, yeah, it's like that kind of... I think that's a, there's a weird, like, person uses the term, like, codependent. A lot when she describes, like, unhealthy stuff. It's like, they're so, they're so codependent. But, like, I think there's, there's a nice thing in well, that. Well, like, it, it is that Ken was codependent for yeah, Bobby's love. He's an absolute constant, for it, yeah. Yeah. And didn't know who he was and stuff like that. Yeah, when you don't know who you are outside of a relationship or what you perceive as a relationship, things like that, it's, it I is just, a, very unhealthy. It's Did I just ve- perceive this as a relationship? Is this one a relationship? Well, we'll take this back to another thing. Catfish. Guy thought he was in a relationship with Katy Perry. <laughs> Haven't we all at one stage? Like, Haven't, we all? Haven't we all? Haven't we all? I wish that now. Like, he genuinely believed, because his life revolved around this person, yeah. that he was with Katy Perry. Turned, about, turned out to be some chick here in England. I should say as well, there's like, I don't, I show an interest in the K-dramas. I find them fascinating. I don't know if I have the time to give to them. I'll, there's nothing I love more than Kirsten giving me a summary of a K-drama. Because as she's saying it, I'm like, she could be making this all up. <laughs> or this could 100% be in. But that's what I like about Catfish. You could be like, oh, what's happened on this episode? I do love Catfish. So. Catfish is good. But like, when you're watching an episode of Catfish... It could be someone just making random stuff up, but you're like, oh no, this is actually what's going on. Yeah. Weirdly, while you were in Brighton, I did put Catfish on just to see. I was if very jealous that you were watching Catfish. Just if Catfish there had been new episodes. Me. Is there? And there was a group of people they believed actually just made up their story to be on TV. They must get a lot of that. What? Because there was because t- they did big TikToks. Like they had a hundred thousand followers on TikTok or something. Oh wow. So they genuinely think now that people are obviously going on the show to try and get like a bit of clout. I know this is a tangent, but I almost got catfished once. 
Do we have time to go? Okay. No, we're, we're I'm gonna, not going to tangent into like, it. I'm just that. leaving. I'm just oh, leaving wow. that there. We'll just leave it there. Yeah, but that anyway, was Barbie. Barbie was sick. That I was my it. fault. I led us down a, a path where basically I, the message was: stop being a fucking dick to women. Women have a fucking hard enough time as it is. Stop being a yeah. fucking dick to them. Also, Ken, if you're going to get involved in something, maybe fully look into it and not just dip your toe in it and be a fucking moron. I mean, that's true. Like, Stop being toxic pricks. Everyone should be more like Alan. Was it Alan? Yeah. I like was that. Alan. Just being a top person. Yeah. Top lad. Yeah. I enjoyed it. That's good though. And also, Ryan Gosling in a musical number. <laughs> Have you seen La La Land? No. I've seen bits of it. So we went to the observatory. Never mind. And uh, I was massively obsessed with the fact that the road up there is like where they filmed La La Land. Oh, is it? I was like so excited. Kirsten couldn't give two fucks. Because she'd not seen the film. No, there was some gig going on which made parking horrendous. But I was like, I I like that's how that's the I cannot be bothered because the parking. Genuine, no, genuinely, <laughs> it was it was a nightmare. Yeah. Either way, we'll leave it on that. Barbie was great. Yeah, top ten messaging, top ten film, top ten set design was it that good? You need to go look up Polly Parker now. Yeah, I'm gonna find the jingle. Bye. Bye. Outro. You're not no outro? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah cool, cool. Um, yeah, for merch, go to Rory Don't Wrestler. forget the plug, God! Yeah, for wrestler, go to RoryWrestler.com. There should be some dad caps coming out soon, some video nasty dad caps. They're, They're real nice. Super, super limited sizes left of the Rory Gangrel shirt from Thunderstruck. Uh, there's also a couple of other designs that are run out of sizes. And uh, uh, upcoming tickets for wrestling, northwrestling.co.uk. Uh, Saw Pro have a big show in October that I'll be on, but the match announcement may be coming out in the next couple of weeks. And um, yeah, there you go. Patreon.com slash Rory Coyle. Twitter is Rory Wrestler. Instagram is Rory Wrestler. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Thank you very much. Bye. Remember to do the thing and... Bye. Another bye, Kirsten. Bye. Bye.